0: Have you heard the old saying, you must love yourself before you can love anyone else? People often share that as the ultimate friendship and relationship advice, but they don't provide any guidance on how to love yourself. It just leaves us feeling either defensive, like it was only our fault that our relationships and friendships failed, or it leaves us with more questions and answers. How do I love myself? What are the steps? Where do I get started? That's why I want to invite you to a three-day virtual conference, Love Yourself First, How to Develop Supportive Friendships and Meaningful Relationships. For three days, from February 10th to the 12th, join me and five other amazing coaches, experts, and professionals for this empowerment event. At this virtual conference, you'll learn the secrets to loving yourself so that you can create lasting connections that will enrich your life. Tickets are on sale now. If you use my promo code, Patterns Special, you'll receive exclusive access to hidden special tickets. And these tickets are only available with my promo code. So get your tickets sooner rather than later. Also, because we know you'll want to share this love with a friend, if you buy two tickets in a single transaction, you'll receive a 50% discount on the second ticket. That's right, you'll receive half off the second ticket. So if your friendships and relationships are missing the joy, affection, and genuine conversation that you deeply desire, then you need to get your tickets for this three-day Love Yourself First conference. Reserve your space by going to alwaysloveyourselffirst.eventbrite.com. And don't forget to use the promo code, PATTERNS SPECIAL. Once again, get your tickets at alwaysloveyourselffirst.eventbrite.com and use promo code patterns special to get your special promo tickets. I'll see you there. Hey, what's going on? My name's Coach Lee Hopkins, my pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. And this episode we are going to be talking about friendships becoming unrecognizable when your friendships have changed so much in some way that you don't recognize the people in it. Hmm. Are you ready? Let's go. This is a hard one. This is a hard episode um, because uh, there's friends for a reason, friends for a season, and there's friends for life, right? And inevitably, we have to face this where somebody changes in our relationship or connection that we just cannot sustain it anymore this is really near and dear to me because it seems like I experienced this quite a bit, but we're all going to experience it. And the fear, one of the things that stopped me or one of the things that made it really difficult is that the fear of being alone, being without people around, being disconnected and lost, you know, it's a terrible feeling. And to have people around you that are there for you, that seem like they're there for you, when they finally make it to you, after you've been like feeling so lonely and so lost for so long, they come to you, and you create a community together, a little community together, and then something happens. One, you, when both all, everybody changes in some way, and the things that were interesting to you that brought you together in the first place no longer are interesting and no longer bring you together. And so, if you're anything like me, do anything not to be stuck in that loneliness again, not be lost, not feel like nobody cares about you. You do anything to make sure that you could recreate that, hang on for dear life to those friends even though you could give a shit less about what they're talking about. <laughs> you can't, you don't care about anything that's important to them because somehow you have changed or somehow they have changed and the values are just not connecting you anymore. When friendships become unrecognizable, what do you do? What do you do? So a quick story. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna tell this story until I die. <laughs> until my, my final days here, I'm gonna tell a story about how I was just, I had been friends with people for, I've known them for almost a decade. And uh, we had, I've just known of them, really. I didn't know them, know them, know them over all the time. We haven't kept in touch that that much, right? But I can still consider them friends. And when we would reconnect, it seemed like it was meaningful. And so towards the beginning of the pandemic, we did reconnect and it was pretty awesome. But then I found myself kind of like most people feeling alone because of the pandemic and really not having human interaction, but also looking at the quality of my connections and learning more about myself and thinking, wow, there's there's always something to that I'm not really sure about or I don't really understand in this connection with these people. I'd really like to, I guess the word is troubleshoot because they often said that there was an issue with something. There was complaining about something and this and that, you know, there's always something here. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can help. Maybe I can be solution oriented. And I realized that that was not the thing that they wanted. Essentially, there was a connection. And I used to do this, too, was to complain about the things that I didn't like about the world. And we talk about it and like, yeah, that sucked. Yeah, that sucked. Oh, yeah, that was awful, too. And we definitely connect. We have a whole vibe about that. It was legit. It was what I wanted. It was what I was happy for. It was what I was, was there for. I would show up for that. Me and my alcohol. <laughs> we show up and complain. Um, and then during the pandemic, you know, I started to become more solution oriented. And curious about how I could help. And I really, really, really wanted to impress that upon them. Because I didn't want to let go of the circle of people connected by complaining. But I no longer wanted to complain. I wanted to see the world a different way. So what did I do? Well, I did what anybody else would I mean, I think anybody else would. This is what I did. <laughs> anyway, I, I decided that I wanted to change them. Now, I know and I know now that that is very toxic. That is the definition of toxicity. When you look at people and you're like, you need to change because I want you to be different. Who you are and how you show up in this world is not right for my needs. You must adjust for me. Like, right, I know that that is not the best thing to do. This is not not how you develop close relationships with people. So what I did was I tried to change them. I tried to manipulate. I tried to talk about things that were interesting to me. I tried to undercut. I tried to do all kinds of things. But my my story was that I was the hero in this situation. Because if they could only see how awesome it is, how awesome, awesome it is to be solution oriented or to look for things look at the world the way i do then they would be suitable for me you know i was they would be better people they would be better people (laughs) i'm like could you hear you know when i hear this back i already know how it sounds is this hitting your ears i already know how it sounds what a conceited jerk yes i was i was i was of course i was How dare I tell them that they're not good enough? How dare I say that? But that's who I was. And the motivation behind doing all of that was so that I wouldn't lose any friends. But that was exhausting, honestly. That was exhausting. That was frustrating. Nobody liked it. I didn't like trying to manipulate them. I just wish they would just kind of get what I was doing and just flip the switch and become the people that I wanted them to be. Right. I just wish they would just do that. Just go ahead and do it. Hurry up. So I don't have to do this. But instead, they built up resentment against me, resentment towards me. And so did I. I built up resentment towards them, too. And our friendship where we were talking about complaining about things all those years ago and like the world is terrible. And look at all these people being terrible. It turned inward and it was more of like, look at Lee. Lee's not being great (laughs) in so many words. And they've decided that they don't want to be around me. And I can tell you that the relationship, the friendship, had become just unrecognizable, right? To where we were just on the same page about the things and then our values changed. That happens to all of us, though. That's just one of the, the most visible times in my life that that has happened. But it has happened many, many, many times where I've known someone, they've gotten married, They've gone to college or they've graduated from college. They've gotten divorced. They've had a major life change. They've, they started a new job where our values just all of a sudden change. Now they're working so much or they're making so much more money than me or they're spending differently. Or they they suddenly have different habits that they didn't have before that I don't understand. Or they want to they have different tastes. Like they're interested in, in different hobbies that... I didn't have or that I don't know anything about all of a sudden they believe that they're better than me or that I'm better than them because something different has happened in my life. That happens and that will continue to happen. It's a pattern of behavior. It's a pattern rather where we have friends for a reason. We have friends for a season We have friends for life. I think we can get closer to having friends for life if we know more about ourselves. If we are connected on core values. Now, when I say core values, I mean these are the values that we decide to accept. They are not the values that are passed down from us to us from our families. They are not the ideas that your parents have given you and told you about the world. They are not the things that you have seen on TV and you believe. They're not the things that you've heard on podcasts and you suddenly believe. They are formed from the experiences that you have had in your life and you cling to. They are the core values of who you are. The problem is, is that most of us don't get to know these core values until we're intentional about discovering them. So most of our lives will do the thing that society tells us to do and not pay attention to who we are and what we really want. We'll go to school. We'll go to college. We'll graduate from college. We'll get married. We'll have kids. We'll go through all the emotions the the motions without really checking in to see what it is that we really want. What is it that I really want? What do I really value? How do I want to spend money? How do I want to spend my time? What do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do? We don't ask ourselves these questions until we've gone through all the motions of doing the things society has told us to do and then we stop and we think, well, I'm not happy. They promised me that if I carried these values, if I did these things, if I lived the American way, that I will have the life of my dreams. And and this is just a pile of shit. <laughs> it's really terrible. It's really terrible, right? And so we start, and when that happens, this is where we start looking at our own values and Considering whether or not we want to keep what they have told us or pick up something new. And if you are the person who is going through this process, deciding what values you're going to keep, you're going to lose some friends along with those values because some of your friends are going to hang on so tightly to those values. If you no longer, you no longer have those values, they go. And it's hard because you've been with them since you went to college together they've been at your they've been at your marriage they've been at your uh your wedding they've been at your wedding you know they've seen your kids grow together and all of a sudden you're just like yeah these values suck I don't want them and they leave with you they leave your friends are gone you have now become unrecognizable to them and they it's the same for you you're like uh this thing that used to make me happy, I don't want it. But then you get to be alone. And it is very powerful to be alone. It's important to be alone. It's important to know who you are and what you want. So the sooner you get to that point, the less time you spend in that void of loneliness or just exploring by yourself, not sure what you're looking for, if you had a roadmap or a light. Because the journey is absolutely yours. It's only yours. But if you had some guidance on what you're looking for, it'll make it a lot easier. Of course, that's what I'm here for. I hope the sound of my voice reaches you and you recognize if you're this person who is about to step out on your own journey away from these values that you've had before, away from the things that you've been told to do, away from the things that you've been told to believe, and discover what it is that you want for yourself and how you feel about it, I wish you much success. Don't be afraid. You can only learn something. That's the absolute truth. I'll be right back with the answer Reddit friendship advice question. Do you feel like you've outgrown your friends and wanna find new ones? Do you wanna talk about why your friends suddenly stopped trying to hang out with you? Are you facing a friendship breakup and you feel alone? And you need some support well I can help my name's coach Lee I'm a friendship coach and I help people make lasting friendships I'm currently running a new year new you special if you want to make a change in your friendships but you don't know where to start I've got you this special is 60% off my regular 60 minute coaching sessions that's more than half off of the regular coaching sessions For 60 Minutes, I ask that you bring an open mind and honesty to our conversation, and I will provide you with a safe space where you can share your feelings. You will be heard and validated. However, I want to let you know that this is not a venting session. I wouldn't be doing my job as a coach if I didn't provide you with the insight and empowerment that you were paying me for. This call is for you if you suddenly had a shift in your friendships and need help figuring out why. This call is for you if you feel uncomfortable talking to your friends right now about something that's happened in your friendship. This call is for you if you want to stop feeling like you're less than and build supportive, meaningful friendships. Go to PatternsofPossibility.com to find that New Year New You special and book your call today. Better hurry because the offer ends on January 31st. How long do you give a friend of 10 plus years to reach out before you decided the friendship is done. My quote, best friend, unquote, of 10 plus years completely ghosted us and our group of friends for a couple of weeks after we paid and went on two summer trips last summer. She did not respond to messages, stopped talking in the group chat, and it's currently been about six months since we've heard from her. Granted, this friend who very shy introverted and still gets treated like a child at home our group of friends are all 25 and older and she has no desire to learn how to drive get a job or stand up to her mom who treats her this way we all thought she may be depressed and not pleased with the way her life is going and that's why she's isolated herself but this is also a friend Where you also put more effort in that is given, always reaching out first, always checking up on her and seeing what's wrong. Okay. I think I've gotten to a point where I don't even care that I haven't reached out or she's ghosted us these past six months. I feel like I want a 50-50 in a friendship and that I just can't keep going above and beyond anymore. She hates confrontation and every friendship that she's had has failed because she lets things build up and rather not say anything until the other party brings it up. When the other person notices the distance and the attitude and then brings it up, it ends up in a blowout that the other party doesn't want to continue the friendship. I need advice. Were me and my best friend ever really best friends? Should I let the friendship go, since she's clearly not going to reach out anytime soon? Well, yeah. Um, Well, thanks for writing your question. Um, They didn't ask me, but this is really a great question. And it really illustrates how we change in our friendships. Like, it's something that wasn't noticeable. It's something that you didn't intend to. it, It was something that was always there. But you have changed. that's this is what's happened. You have changed. You have become fatigued in the sense of. You always reaching out, and you're always trying to connect with this person. You're always putting the effort in, hoping that something will change. And you just recognize that this is just a pattern of behavior on a hamster wheel. You keep going and 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 giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and going and say, "Hey, hey, 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 I want your friend. I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend." And they're like, Um yeah, 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 yeah." Halfy. They're not even half in happen it's nowhere near 50 50 it's nowhere near 50 50 you're just pursuing them and hoping that they will notice their pursuit notice the pursuit and change and all of a sudden be like whoa this awesome person is trying to hang out with me i better do that more often and just recognize that they want to be in a friendship with you i'll be a closer friendship a 50 50 friendship and that doesn't seem to be what happened. And usually, unfortunately, usually it happens the way as you described here. That person spends the time alone because they have other things happening in their life they're not talking about. They're not comfortable sharing with you other things that are happening that they don't know how to deal with, that they need to be alone and isolated for, or whatever. We don't really know what's going on there. But we do know the thing is that they're not intentionally reaching out to you. And you have a feeling about that. You feel a bit frustrated because you always reach out. You feel a bit resentful because you always reach out. And of course, of course you would feel those ways. Of course you would feel that way if you put so much energy into it because you want that person to know how much you value them and they have not returned that sense of understanding. They don't understand how much you value them. And it's frustrating for you. Now, what does this have to do with uh, unrecognizable friendships? Well, it's unrecognizable because now you've changed (laughs) that person you befriended before. Whoever you were when you first befriended this person is not the person that you are today. Because otherwise you'd be okay with reaching out to them. You wouldn't have posted this. You would have just continued on your behavior and reached out to them to have them half-ass reach out to you or ignore you altogether. And you would have been like, oh, this is what friends are. This is what my friend does. This is what they do. No longer are you the person who wants to tolerate that. You are the person. You're a new person who wants 50-50. You want someone to reach out to you, to connect with you. You don't want to keep chasing after this person. I say kudos to you. Kudos to you for recognizing that. That's like the first big thing. It's recognizing what you really want. So you say here, I need advice. Were me and my best friend ever really best friends? Should I let the friendship go since she's clearly not gonna reach out anytime soon? The advice, Um, the question about being a best friend. Sure, you're best friends from what I can tell. You spent a lot of time together. You labeled them as your best friend, but who you were then is not who you are today. I wonder what it is though that made you best friends. Is it because you spent so much time together? What did you have in common? Because when I think of best friends, you in this current stage of who you are now, as a best friend, Maybe a person that you look for is a person who's interested in hanging out with you, interested in the same hobbies. And so what? That they have things happening in their life. That is not your responsibility to take care of those things and use it as an excuse to forego their behavior. It's not an excuse because they have so much going on at home that they can't reach out to you. The whole point of friendships, the whole point of connecting with people in the first place is to talk about those experiences, whatever it is that's heavy, that's happening at home, they should be able to talk to you about it and feel safe and comfortable talking to you about it and vice versa, especially, especially in a best friendship, especially in a best friendship. That's the person you go to because your family doesn't understand you. You go to your your best friend to talk about the stuff that your family does. Get a new perspective from them. But if they have all these things happening at home and they're not talking to you about it, then I wonder how close of a friend you are. And that would be the same for you looking at it from your point of view. Like wonder how close of a friend you could be if... They don't come to you in times of all different kinds of emotion, not just when they're frustrated with their family, but just because there's a joy to hang out with you. It's a joy to know you. It's delightful. It's fun. It's exciting to be with you. I want to share something. They want to share something with you, right? I think that's what best friends do. They come to you in all facets of emotion. Something that's joyful, definitely they want to share it with their best friend, when they're sad, they want a shoulder to cry on. When they're angry, they want to be outraged with somebody. And when they're when they're sad or when they're afraid, they want somebody to help them work through that fear. They want somebody to face the fear with them. Were you ever best friends? That's a question for you. Were you ever best friends? I wonder. I say, sure, you say you are, but that's my definition of a best friend. So so she just let the friendship go. I don't recommend that anybody lets anything just go without knowing why it's going. But otherwise, you're going to develop the same kind of friendship and relationship that you've developed here. You're going to continue to chase after somebody and not get the result that you really want until you recognize why you're doing it in the first place. Why have you put so much energy into this person? What were you hoping to get out of it? What did you learn from this experience? What did you feel? What did you finally feel? What are some of the signs and symptoms of a person who just doesn't want to share or open up or withdraws? Notice that. And then, as I said in my previous episode, think about what you do want instead. Think about how this person is going to behave with you instead. Look for the green flags. Look for the things that you want. Thank you for asking your question. I know that you didn't ask me to answer it, but I did, and I hope that this helps. Take care. Stop wasting time with people you don't like, you can't trust, and you're not interested in. Join the Patterns of Possibility Discord server and start making real, meaningful friendships. This 21-year-old and up community is dedicated to practicing real friendship-making skills. We provide a supportive, safe, and inclusive environment to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of our friendships. Here's just a few perks from joining our flourishing community. One, the best one, I think, is that you're gonna get great tips on how to find friends how to fight fair in friendships and how to recover from these friendship breakups. I host weekly friendship events featuring real friendship issues and resolutions. It's almost like free group coaching. And this is a two-way conversation you are going to share your experiences with other group members and they will share their experiences with you you want to be connected and practice these friendship making skills the whole purpose of the server is for you to come here practice these wonderful friendship making skills and take them out into the real world see what happens and then come back to us in the server and talk about your successes and your failures what you could do differently so that you can try again let's support each other so we can find real meaningful friendships if you're interested, you can apply at my website, patternsofpossibility.com/slash discord sign up. And I said apply because we appreciate quality over quantity, and we request that all newcomers go through a little screening process before they're allowed on the server. So if you're interested in joining a supportive, safe, and inclusive environment that helps you make genuine lasting friendships they need to check out the patterns of possibility discord server you can sign up at patternsofpossibility.com discord up. my name is coach lee hopkins and you have been listening to the patterns of possibility podcast you can find me at patternsofpossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.